0: Hey everybody, Wednesday, twenty sixth of May. I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple things here. Um, of course, we had the big meltdown in the grain markets, mainly, primarily the corn market yesterday. But you're shaking a lot, a lot of. Uh, maybe I use the word entrenched longs, institutional longs, out of that corn market, and if they ever do decide to go back and buy those contracts that they've all sold now. Um, you'll start going up higher up from a higher level. Now, possibly it's all over, possibly it's not. It's, it's you know, down to what a weather market's going to be, and who knows what a weather market's going to be. Um, yesterday, you know, you see the dollar getting weaker. Uh, you see the grain markets going down. My guess is there's a lot of people that bought a lot of, what I mean a lot of people, a lot of probably foreign countries, bought a lot of cheap grain yesterday. Probably going to see some pretty good sale numbers. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, okay. Another thing that I did yesterday, I uh, had some cleaning up that I wanted to do around here. So it took a couple of just half ton pickup truck loads into town yesterday. And I tell you what, you don't have to load a half ton pickup truck down too much to get 40 bucks a metal. Uh, this, this scrap metals back up in price folks. Um, it's not a, not a bad time to go clean out all the, Sweeps and shovels and everything else that you got, throw it in the corner of the machine shed, take it into town and cash it in. Um, there's money to be made, and you know, my scrap is somebody else's uh, you know, uh, business, and that's kind of what's going on. Now, been asked by a long time listener, long time contributor to, to comment on the proposed new House and Senate districts in the state of Illinois. Now, I know if you're a farmer in another state, you're thinking, wow, what's this really mean? Well, you know, we we have that huge, huge international city in the far extreme northeastern corner of the state up by the lake. uh, And then you have the rest of the state. And the rest of the state's got to put up and live with what those people in the... That in the city and the suburbs come up with. Well, you got other states. Uh, I'm looking at Nebraska with Omaha, Tennessee with Nashville, even Indiana with Indianapolis. As those cities continue to grow, suburbs continue to grow, but your rural population continues to decline, you're, you're gonna have some mini problems of what we have major problems. And I think you can maybe learn from how we haven't handled it or have handled it or what's going on. Or maybe plan and prepare for the best or the worst as to what's going on. Well, the, the, the Democrats completely control the redistricting in the state of Illinois. Surprise, surprise, right? Well, they uh, came out with proposed maps for the house, the state house and the state senate. Yeah, the United States Congressional map, I think they're going to wait a little longer on that. They, they really need to get true census data. Plus, when you do, when you do a map within the state of Illinois, if it gets challenged in the courts, it stays within the state court system. Uh, the, the United States Congressional map, that one would get thrown into federal court, and that's a little bit different deal. And, and oh, by the way, uh, the Democrats pretty much controlled the courts in the state of Illinois. So we'll just throw that out there, too. I mean, it's pretty much uh, appointees of theirs, the state's attorneys uh, that are elected in these big population centers. I mean, we can go through the whole list of stuff, but that's where it's at. And this is individual that, that uh, has, like I said, been a longtime listener, longtime contributor, he owns part of a farm in way western Illinois, over by Missouri, uh, not too far from the Mississippi River. Well, I now have some farms <laughs> that are in the same congressional, or the same, excuse me, not congressional, same state house district as his. Uh, they they pretty much went east and west. The Democrats pretty much grabbed. Two downstate small cities, I'll call them small cities, you know, 100,000 people or so. And they put two of them together to make a pretty much secure Democratic House seat. And in a lot of cases, they, they put two of them together with a few more to make a competitive state Senate seat for them. And in doing so, they pretty much went east and west. Now, where I live, I happen to be kind of in the southwest corner of my new house district. Uh, the the Farm Progress Show site is now in my proposed house district. Now, I'm saying proposed because my guess is the Democrats will come back, they'll tweak these maps a little bit. Said, hey, we had these hearings, we listened. We tweaked them a little bit, and they make it a little bit better for the Republicans. It'll be pretty much, you know, you guys could take this one, or you can take the other one that we came out with first. So I, I expect a few changes, a few moving around. I, I do love the way that just, just to play with people, and, and they're so good at that. And and I admire them for it, just the way they've, they've been able to do it through the years. The Democrats, in a lot of cases, put a lot of... Republican state representatives together in the same district, which means one of them or both of them have to move to represent, uh, you know, a a district and and they're going to have quote unquote new voters, people that aren't used to them. So are you really the incumbent when you're getting new voters? Uh, Interesting that in southeastern Illinois, they literally took four state house representatives and put them all into one district. I mean, they—they—it's—it's they, the the Democrats call them the Eastern Block. Uh, they're pretty conservative. They're from southeastern Illinois. Uh, you know, they're all pro-life. They're—they're they're all pro-gun. They're all everything that the Democrats in the city aren't. These state legislators from the southeastern portion of Illinois are, and they put four of them together in one district. Uh, a couple others are maybe in their district, but they they got like just a little thin line. Um, one of the house seats starts on the 79th Street in Chicago, and if you don't know anything about Chicago, 79th Street's literally in the middle of the city, comes very slender down and then goes through parts of Will County or all of Will County and then literally takes in the eastern half of Kankakee County. Which Kankakee, I mean, you know, to, to a lot of people would say, well, that's up there close, but that's rural farming area right next to the state of Indiana. I mean, cl- clear down to the Iroquois-Kankakee County line. True, you know, there's there's farmers that are going to be represented by somebody out of the city from possibly as far north as in the city as the 79th Street. I mean, they, they're but they're going to say uh well we you know for for equity for equality for you know filling in all the boxes all the blanks all the lawsuits all the the things that they got to do this is how we had to draw these districts compact contiguous they are not uh squared up they're not uh you what's interesting like i said literally 6 miles west of me it starts with a with a new district that goes all the way almost to the Quad Cities. It's like a big L down the western side of the state. And the fact is, they they Quincy's not in it. None of the Quad Cities is in it. Not like even even smaller towns like Monmouth, Galesburg are not in it. Uh, literally, it's 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 the west side of uh, of Warren County and Henderson County, which there's just not a whole lot of people. I think Henderson County's probably got six thousand people in it. Uh, they come around, the, the the Western Illinois University in the north part of Macomb is not in the district, it's the south end of Macomb. Uh, you know, Brown County's not in it, but Sch- Schuyler County is, uh, you got part of Fulton County, and I know this is geography that a lot of you don't know about, but people in Illinois will, but um, but th- there's no Peoria, no Springfield, no Quincy, no, Mac- not, or not much of Macomb, just a little bit of Macomb. It's literally rule, 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 rule seat. I mean, it's a rule seat and it's, it's going to be a conservative leaning seat. But you, you got, you got somebody in Petersburg, Illinois that's now in the same district as Nauvoo, Illinois. And I'm talking central Illinois to west of the river. And I'm talking all the way to the Mississippi River. Um, not not a whole lot of commonality there. I mean and nothing wrong I mean by, by not being commonality, but I mean uh they don't shop in the same places, they don't, you know, do do business in the same places. It's it's different geography. Uh but also as I've said before as we continue to lose population in in these rural areas, our districts are going to get larger. They're going to get much larger. And when you take "quote unquote" the hundred thousand people cities out of the equation and put them together in their own districts, smaller geographic, uh, then you need a lot of area to to basically represent um, you know your your, your district. Um, you know, I mean, I'm I'm figuring you know I'm figuring there's not a town of ten thousand population in this district at all it's just a lot of small towns and villages uh along with you know farm ground that that's in several of these districts i i you know i could go on and describe a bunch more of them but you know a little bit west they go north and south but pretty much in the center they go east and west you know you put the people's republic of champaign urbana um home of the um um not oldest school in the state of Illinois, but the land-grant university. Very, very liberal now. Used to be very, very conservative, but that area is not that anymore. It's very, very liberal. And, And you throw that in with Danville and that makes you see. You take Springfield and Decatur and throw them together. Uh, you make sure that you leave the Metro East St. Louis area alone and, and, and kind of keep that compact and contiguous. And then, you know, it, I even, it's even interesting, they split like the city of Jacksonville in half. You know, they, they, and Jacksonville's not very big. Jacksonville's like, I don't know, 13,000 people or something like that, 15,000 people. Um, and I'm sure people's gonna argue because there's a sign outside of a lot of these towns that's got their population. But that's probably the sign for the 1970 census when the town had the most population it has ever had in the recent history. And they've just kept the sign up because they've continued to lose population since then. Um, it's gonna be interesting to actually see the numbers behind this when it's actually done, uh, you know, and, and like I said, I, I've been able to go on the interactive map, look, and, and actually see, you know, streets and everything else. Uh, north of me, uh, my township is like the 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 north um, kind of west corner of the district, but also I'm kind of in the southwest corner of the district. I mean, there's not a whole lot. Uh, the western border of this district's just not very long north to south, but but I, you know, Monticello's in with me. Uh, so, you know, I don't know what, 60 miles or more east to west. And I got one of the more compact and contiguous, uh, you know, downstate rural districts that, that there are that, that are still going to be Republican. I mean, it's going to be a great Republican district for somebody to run in. Um, absolutely wonderful. But once again, and, and I'll use this with the state Senate, uh you're like one of 18 republicans down there uh the democrats have have veto proof majorities they they don't they don't need a republican vote for anything as long as they all stick together um they they literally you know even to override a governor's veto the democrats don't need a republican vote the quote unquote, you're you're almost that insignificant um and and you're going to see things come out of Illinois down the road that that are more like California. I mean, you're already starting to see that well, they're wanting to pass uh the California pollution attainment rules for the state of Illinois. So all the crazy extra stuff that you got to have for California, we'd have to have here. Uh I I also I'm I'm waiting for them, too to change the primary like in California where it's not, you don't have a Republican primary, you don't have a Democratic primary, the top two primary uh, uh, vote getters then run off in the general election. Uh, that, That could be coming. Now... I know the Dems here really like controlling that primary process because in most districts, they are there's not there's a, you already know that a Republican or a Democrat's gonna win that district. You just know that's how the outcome's gonna be, and then it's down to the primary as to who that person is. And of course, that's less people vote and that's usually more controlled. I, I won't use the word manipulated. I will use the word controlled, but it's it's you know. You, you know how it is. You have a lot less people voting in a primary. Uh, the county chairman have a lot more pool. You, you, you know, there's people that, that know people. I mean, the whole thing. So what's that mean to agriculture? Well, in in my state, it's going to mean that, quote unquote, there's going to be less state rep, state senators representing farming districts. As you put these downstate 100,000 people's cities together, uh, there's not much farm ground in those districts, but yet there's people in those districts, which means the farm grounds left in the lot bigger districts, so you have less people. Now, I know you're, there's people who say, well, that just means we need to do a better job of outreach. We need to tell our story to more people. We need to do, yeah. You know what? There's nothing like the ballot box to keep somebody straight with whatever issue, cause, problem you as a voter has. And if you're not voting for them, at the end of the day, ultimately you don't have the ability to say, I can't support you if you don't support this. And that, that that's the ultimate deal. Now uh, we're still we're still agriculture is still a huge business in this state. Um, it's still got a lot of stuff going on but we just don't have the people anymore. And, and and I tell you what, we don't have the livestock that some of these other states have, which means we can continue to do the grain farming with bigger and bigger operations, with bigger and bigger machinery. Uh, in a lot of cases, our farm grounds score flat and black. Uh, it's easily farmed with big stuff. And, and you can put it together into bigger and bigger chunks. And it's uh, you just don't need the people that you needed before. I know I was talking to one one uh, Republican uh, county chairman, and just made the comment he he did that you know there's just less young farmers, and it just continues to go that way. And there are some young farmers. I could take you and, and show you some young farmers, but mm, I say I would say the vast majority of those younger farmers are farming quite a bit of ground too. They're they're large in their own self, uh, and and that that makes it interesting when and and you know the guys my age my size you know are going to continue to go out and you know it's going to be these younger larger operations they're not going to get all of it but they're going to get a vast majority of it and that's how you're going to go quote unquote on down the road that's just how it's going to happen and it's it's going to be interesting to see how all this map plays uh, plays out i they tell you what else they did they um they came out for, I don't know, 30, 40 years. They've kept the same map for the Supreme Court justices, which, by the way, the Supreme Court justices in Illinois uh, have to run for election. Surprise, surprise. And the, the Dems had a quote-unquote kind of surprise loss in one of their districts because the downstate rural districts that used to be, especially in southern Illinois, more Democratic are not Democratic now. They've turned more Republican and so, they're drawing a new map for the state Supreme Court. Surprise, surprise. You know. And and you're going to say, well, they can't do that. Yeah, they can. And they control it. It's pretty much one party rule all the way down the line. Not only the state House and the state Senate, but every one of the other statewide elected officials, every one of them, are... Democrats, you know, myself and the Rural Development State Director, the Farm Service Agency State Director, and the Rural Development State Director, and and yes, we were appointed, but "quote unquote," we were, we we were like the only statewide Republican officials in the state of Illinois coming out of USDA two agencies represent the entire state. Just think about that. Yeah, I mean, you you got you got you, you got a leader of the state senate, you got a leader of the state house, but once again, veto-proof majorities with the Democrats, they don't need a Republican vote. Now, occasionally in the House, because there are more uh, Republican House members uh, percentage-wise than there are uh, House Senate members. If you get several Democrats that just for whatever reason can't vote for something, generally they're progressives and it doesn't go far enough. The Dems may occasionally need a Republican vote for something, and and they'll they'll find it they'll find it somewhere. And basically, it's like you got to save our save us from ourselves because we got this progressive block that really wants to go off the deep end. But yet here's where we're going to go. So occasionally they'll need a few Republican votes, but most times if they can keep everybody held together. They 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 can they can run it. They own it all. I mean that's that's how it is. People and people say, well are you upset? Well my, my choice is is to either, you know, ten thirty one the farm ground and move completely out of the state or stay here and still fight the fight. I mean that's that's your choice. And, you know, I, I hate to say it, but at the end of the day, you know, we've, we've talked about 1031 on the farm. But then where do you go? I mean, I look at the high property taxes in Nebraska. You look at, like I talked about Omaha getting bigger and bigger and bigger and rural areas going down and down and down. You know, everybody talks about Great Tennessee, but you know there's a bunch of liberals moving into Nashville. Um, it, it's... Uh, it's it's a it's a you know, kansas. Use Kansas as an example. You know, the the Kansas City area, you know, Wichita, I mean, uh, <clears throat> there's not a whole lot of people left in rural western Kansas. It's just the way it is. Um yeah, and I know there's states like Oklahoma and that that even even the larger cities tend to vote, you know, conservative, and I get that and appreciate that very much. But um, it's, it's going to be interesting moving forward to see what happens here. But yeah, the, some, some form close to what this map that just came out is going to happen. And there, there'll be the usual jumping around a little bit and uh, in 2022, uh, new map. And then pretty much the incumbents will be entrenched for 10 years because like i said pretty much most of these districts you could already figure out if a republican's going to represent it or a democrat you're all it's just down to to who wins the primary and and who in that party takes that that seat that mantle well hey went long enough today um, have a little bit more comments on the grain markets here we'll see where this thing settles out where it shakes out you know it appears to me uh, as i was talking to an individual yesterday that 1660 will get beans imported into the united states so that's kind of a number there that you got out ahead and you know corn over seven dollars is probably too much but uh we get a big weather scare who knows where this thing goes to and if we continue to get great weather you know who, who knows what low is uh it's always interesting Well, hey, to the smartest audience in agriculture, thanks for listening. Thanks for the shares. Thanks for the likes. Appreciate it much.